definitely a momentum thing and a habitual thing. Mm. Um, I'm big into like you have these things that you're grounded in or something you want to do. And over time, exactly what you said, now it's not, it's just like second nature or it just is what it is. Buddy. We're live after almost a week of trying to figure it out. It's not even trying to figure it out, dude. It's it's just been finding the time. No, that's what that's what I meant. Finding the time. And trying to figure it out. No, I actually meant finding the time. Finding the time where we have an abundance of time. Okay, also really stop. quickly, I do want a sip of your drink. He offered it to me before, and I wasn't really feeling it because it's got regular milk in it. Does it? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I figured you weren't a regular milk guy. Oh, double straw? Wow. That's how they do it here in Poland, I guess. Yo, that's, <laughs> that's wild. Nice, huh? Yeah, that's Ice good. latte, if anyone was wondering. That's really good, dude. It tastes like a straight up absolute granule of sugar, like a giant granule of sugar. But coffee guy, you're not a coffee You are a coffee guy? I'm a not? coffee guy, but like not straight up coffee, not European style. Just take a shot of coffee. So you're, yeah. like, you're the more like frappuccino guy? No, not a frap guy. Just a simple like ice vanilla latte or like simple, simple. Uh, you posted a video of you drinking a shot of espresso and it was pretty hard to watch. Is that how it felt? It was hard to watch. Yeah, that is how it felt. It was rough. It was my first time. I like it. I, I realized you can't just like sip it. You got to just go. I had a couple shots after that. Well, of coffee. Italians are absolutely fucking cringing right now yeah they they cringed on my post too yeah i mean first of all it's not it's not a shot of espresso you don't just take it down no, like a that, shot that was the joke you gotta milk it it's like having good whiskey or good tequila that's what they said that no they're like oh as americans call it a shot of coffee yeah anyways how are you doing good we're here at the world championships we are we're here at world championships let's set the scene a little bit we're here in Katowice, Poland. Uh, sunny weather, day today. Sunny day today. I know I'm a little bummed we're not outside because quite honestly, this is the most pale I've ever been in end of August and it's absolutely destroying my soul. He's been stressing about it. I've been stressing about <laughs> it. I'd like to know from you, um, where do you fall on that? Like how, how much do you care about your bronze levels? Also really quick, you're Italian? I am Italian. Yeah, that's why you got sweet hair. And Ooh. that's why it looks like you maintain a good bronze. Yeah, I would say to answer the question, I don't, I don't worry about it. It just, just is. There was one time though I realized my freshman year that I was like really white. I took a picture, and I realized like months later, I think it was February or January of my freshman year in college, and you know you go the whole fall and like into that winter of not being outside. You're in the gym all day. And I was like, oh my goodness, I need to get some sun. Like, this is a problem. But other than that one time, at least that was the only time I noticed. So, Which basically means you've maintained a consistent bronze throughout probably your entire life because you grew up in, in California. Yeah. 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 Santa Clarita. Sunny Santa Clarita. Santa Clarita. And Santa Clarita is like not LA, but somewhere around there. 
Yeah, like north of LA, inland a little bit, maybe 40 minutes. You never know with traffic. Could yeah. be like two hours. Yeah, we, yeah. we talked a little bit about it earlier when we were laying in bed one time. Um, also, we're roommates. This is not, this is actually a coincidence. Yeah, this wasn't here. planned. Like, I was not yeah. hired to be here. No, you weren't hired to be here. Quite frankly, I've never hired anyone to be here. And you're not the first. We happen to be roommates. And uh, it's an amazing time. But the story of how we became roommates is actually a good one. But speaking of bronze, I got two bronze medals this summer, if that's what you're very sick. About. Not so what I, I said. I did maintain my bronze this summer. But, but we're going for gold. We're going for gold here. That just pops me into one of the thoughts I had. And one of those was the other day you said, uh, you said mother trucker. I just want to know what what that's about. Yeah, I heard it, dude. Wait, where? In practice? No, you said it. uh, I don't know what you were doing. Oh, I got hurt, huh? You maybe stubbed your toe or something. Yeah, what was it? Mother trucker. Mother trucker, dude. I want to talk about it because from what I've learned about you, you don't swear. You don't really drink. You're like fully sober. Do you do? No, dude. It's not that. Here's what I'll tell you, dude, is I'm not that way at all. I swear. I'm just myself. You know, I don't think about it. And what I actually love about getting to know you is you're a religious man. You are sober. You don't swear. And you're just so authentically yourself. And I think that's got to, I can imagine that's tough when most of the kids that are around like a college environment do swear they do party in ways where there's drinking and drugs and like like what's that like for you it's a really good question broad question open question what's that like for you you know um well i guess i just start off by saying like all those things yeah let's 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 start by figuring out what's going on with mother trucker dude and what else you got in the bag what else do i wait wait, let me quickly answer this uh i would just say in simple terms it's just it's me and like it always has been me so in terms of myself and like how I go about it and deal with it or just like, it's just me, you know, like you said, that's my authentic self. I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with what other people do, but that's just, that's just how I roll. No, you know? I, dude, totally. And I, and I, I love that. And I really actually respect that about you. And that's why I'm so curious, like as someone who's, who's not that way, but it sounds like, you know, you grew up in a pretty religious home. And yes. so and so did I, you know, and we turned out. I just thought of one of my words. That's why. What is the keep word? Going, keep going. No, no, we'll save it. No, keep what's going. the word? Okay, so I used to say it a lot. I got to bring it back. Um, Freaking chicken. Freaking chicken. Yeah, I love it. Wow. <laughs> wow, dude. I mean, I can't wait to see how many more phrases come out throughout this podcast. Just for me, anytime you, th- no matter what's happening, anytime yeah. you think of I'm, one, I'm just blurt it out. Yeah, just blurt it out. Completely okay. interrupt me. Um, but no, I'm just, I'm genuinely curious. Like, what's it like being, uh, well, we can, com- we can break it into little parts. Yep. First, I want to know just what's it like being in a college environment surrounded by, I'm assuming you're in the minority. Yes. What's that like? That's a, that's a good way to put it. I'm in the minority. Minority. You're in the minority. Um, well, again, it's like, cool. Like I'm cool with it. Um, I'm fine being around like things, certain things, certain people, so whatever. Uh, again, it's just like not my way of doing things, not my lifestyle. Um, but I'll never like put it on someone else. Um, but in terms of being in the minority, I'd say it's, uh, 
not tough, but you know, you're not in the main, the main group. You're not in what's, what's happening, what's going on. But I really like to stress the fact of like having, I always say like genuine fun, um, you know, playing games, hanging out with people, having conversations, stuff like this, like to me, real genuine activities. Mm. And like, did you, assuming you were the same way, obviously in high school, like, did you ever get made fun of for saying saying shit like friggin' chicken? No, I feel like it's been maybe, maybe early on, but as far as I remember, like it's just been kind of part of my identity, something people learn about me. Um, and just like is what it is. And I guess maybe if people do, I, I block it out. I don't really like notice stuff like that. But um, when you asked that, it kind of made me think like in high school, I realized I didn't get invited to like things or like functions or whatever you call them, parties, mm-hmm. because people thought that I wouldn't want to go or wouldn't want to hang out or wouldn't want to do whatever they were doing, which is true in some sense. They're like, I don't want to drink or whatever, but I can still hang out, have a good time, dude. Be I, with people. You know I what I'm got, saying? I gotta know. Like, walk me through, walk me through what that looks like. You know, you go to like, oh, for, do you guys do frats and shit over there? Frat house? Not huge in Long Beach. Okay, let's just say like a house sports, party. like like athlete party. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. a house party. You go to a house party. You show up at like eleven. Everyone's fucking drunk and like <laughs> doing whatever. Like, what do you like? What do you do? I usually walk in and like yell or just like get super hyped either that or I walk in super chill. It depends on my plan. Sometimes I'll like go out, which I don't go off. Eh. I go like maybe half and half, you know, I don't go to like every party or everything. Depends. Yeah. Like if volleyball is like having something going on, then like I'll go and hang out. But sometimes my plan is just like be chill and like maybe that's the vibe. Sometimes I'm hyped, you know, maybe we just want a game or something and it's like free weekend. Let's go. Um, you know, people will vibe with me. Mason. I don't like there's this ooh, shout out to uh my my best friend's girlfriend and her friend. I walk into parties and they'll like start chanting my name and I hate it. Best yeah, friend's best girlfriend, friend's her, girlfriend. Her friend. Okay. Yeah, it's awful. But anyways, uh yeah, sometimes I bring some energy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you definitely bring the ruckus, boy. There's no, there's no doubt. Uh, I people, just, you know, you know, I have the energy. People know I have the energy, which is kind of one of the reasons like I don't need to or want to drink. I guess. Yeah. Um, I just don't feel the need to like. I'm fine socially. Um, I'm fine in terms of energy. Yeah. I'm just like with myself. Not that other people. Not saying that other people aren't if they are doing those things but you know what i mean mason's a humble guy they're not dude let's be honest most of them you know they're just looking for validation and just trying to have a good time and i I look i think the reason i i'm actually so curious is because i was not that way Mm -hmm. you know like i've had this conversation in multiple we've had this conversation for sure and like it's so interesting because now like i'll still you know, have a good time. Like I still don't those, I don't have the same feelings towards those things and that's fine. But I, I think more about like, it's been a new thing for me to like, even embrace the concept of going to, I mean, dude, I'm 30. I'm not going to parties really, you know, 29. but like to go, no, I'm 30. Are you gonna, dang. I guess we should have started there. I mean, just don't, you didn't need to interrupt me like that. Yeah. That's, 
It's fine. Not okay. It's fine, dude. We're still learning about each other and how we work. Um, but I was just thinking, like, dude, it's been a new challenge for me to learn. Can I go to a bar after a game with a bunch of teammates when I'm playing overseas and not have a drink? And for a long time, it's like, I mean, look, drinking personally for me is like, it's never, I don't also feel the need. And as I've gotten older, it's like, dude, I have two beers and I'm like fucking hung over and like swollen. Like it's, I don't have the desire at all, but saying no is like my new challenge. Like, can I just go to a bar yeah. or can I go to, I don't know, let's say after, like afterwards they go to like some teammates house and they're all drinking and stuff. Yep. Like, can I go in that environment and just say no and have a good time? And I'll be completely honest with you. It's hard for me. And so that's why I'm asking from you, like, what are your tips, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, a couple of things. I think first, it's it's pretty cool because a similar thing I feel like has happened um, with a couple of my friends or even teammates um, now or in the past where they've it's been like a similar, not such an open conversation, but they know that I don't drink and that I don't at all. I think that's one of the biggest things too. To me, it's just always no. So I never really have to make that decision or, um, you know, differentiate between, okay, I want to drink this time or I want to drink here. To me, it's just like, I don't drink, which is part of the reason in general, you know, it makes things easy. People always ask like, oh, are you going to drink here? Are you going to drink here? If we win, will you drink? It's like, no, that way I don't have to even deal or think about that at all. Um, Cause, cause it genuinely is no, like I don't want to, I have no interest in, um, but I have had like a couple instances with, uh, like teammates or friends and they've had a similar thing. And I think seeing, honestly, just like seeing me and seeing how I go about it and just that that's, you kind of make it like part of your identity in a way. And therefore one, people don't pressure you. And two, um, they just accept it. It's You're not like the stereotypical, oh, come on, come on, drink, drink, drink. Let's go, like, take a shot, whatever. It's just like, no, like, they know that you don't drink. Or they, like, I think if I had to answer in, like, a one-night, like, a one-off situation, you just, like, establish it from the start. It's like, no, I'm not drinking tonight. And then you just, like, tell yourself that and you tell your people or your friends that. And you try and just go about it that way. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, for sure. I think making like really embodying whatever decision you make. Yeah. You have, you have to make that decision beforehand, I think. Exactly. And luckily for you, it's just never even been like, you don't have the temptation in any way. Yeah. Which is, which is, yeah, it's a different aspect, you know, when there's the temptation. All right. So that's what I do want to know now. What are your temptations, dude? Because look, and, and maybe, and maybe a part of it is like my own, you know, I, I think I'm someone who's had a really addictive personality and I've talked about this on the podcast before and it's not, it's not, it doesn't have to mean like I'm addicted to drugs or drinking or partying. It's just like, no, that's just a part of my personality, it, yeah. like volleyball, just in general. I like to go hundred percent in whatever yeah. I'm doing. Yeah. And so I love that you've established like especially at such a young age like who you are what you stand for and like that's just and you can you can still authentically be yourself and not you can be someone who can show up to a party sober and just be that guy who's sober and just fucking manage it and handle it whether people think you're a fucking dweeb or whatever like (laughs) i think that's fucking sick honestly um but yeah now like i always get this way when i meet someone who i'm like 
damn, bro, this guy's like clean cut. He's got beautiful hair, nice leathery Italian skin. You know, like he's sober. He's like good Christian guy. Like, do you have like, you got demons or what? I don't think so. No demons. What, what would be like? I don't know. Like, but like, I do, I do relate with you on the not addictive personality, but like the going all in aspect, like mm. volleyball, always been all into that. Obviously, you know, college now this, this well, is even dude, even listening like my, to you talk, like even being sober, it sounds like you're like all in on like, this is just who I am. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, I'm definitely just an all in type of guy. Um, same thing, you know, volleyball, life, friends, friendships, relationships, always been all in to like that. My and boy's, my boy's committed, dude. You're yeah. a committed guy. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, very committed, very loyal, but like, hasn't worked out. But we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. also that's like a pretty. I feel like that's a tough quality to find in a lot of people, specifically men, maybe. One hundred percent. I like. I have a lot of girl friends, and I even like talk to them about that or tell them that is like. It's it's interesting. I don't have a sister, but I have a lot of friends, and you kind of put up that like barrier, you know, other guys, you're around other guys. And it's like, dude, I don't know. I don't know about this person or I don't know about this group in general. You know, it's an interesting thing. All right. So I'm curious, like where, all right, first of all, I'm just going to have to accept, we're all just going to have to accept the fact that Mason doesn't have demons. And it's not like I'm trying to force you. I appreciate you saying you don't think you have any, like that's, I, I'm not trying to like say if something that comes up. I'll tell you, but or I force think. you. No, no, but I just mean like, you know, I could imagine like, uh, I don't know, like, like if you're, oh God, it's the worst example. I don't know if you're like a virgin girl or something and you're just like, you get the temptation, you know, we're like, ah, you know that you could, or like drinking's a, drinking's a great uh, example where it's like, okay, you don't drink. That's fine. You don't drink. But okay, maybe one time I'll have a shot or maybe you think about it sometimes. Yeah, no, like, that's you know, the crazy, like, at least in that example, like, yeah. I don't ever. Yeah. And I, I think it just also stems from like, I've already in my mind, like made that decision for however many years now. And it just like is what it is. Yeah. And I, I think to that, it's like, and this is actually how I felt in, uh, I don't want to call it my sober journey, but like from where I came from, like I, th I'm really proud of the, the steps I've made and like taken to like get comfortable. Like for me, the hardest part was being comfortable, just being sober in an, a drunk environment, let's say. You know, and I'm not always that way, but like really trying to get comfortable being like, what do I actually want right now? What do I really want to do? And just doing that. Yeah. Um, and I will, I will interrupt and like attest to that similar feeling on the front end of it. I think now it's like, that's who I am. That's what I've done. That's what I have been doing and will do, meaning being sober, being around whatever situation sober. But there was definitely some on the front end, meaning like in high school or as I was getting used to being around people that were drinking or people that were doing whatever or parties like there's definitely the same feeling on the front end of it and now i'm like comfortable with that i've always been comfortable with myself but now i guess with just the situation in general does that make sense no explain it more to me so like someone that has been drinking their entire life or someone that and someone that is now maybe trying not to drink or trying to be okay with being sober in a situation or for a night or whatever, that feeling of like having to get comfortable with it, having to get used to it, whether it's getting comfortable with the situation or getting comfortable with yourself or probably both. I've had that feeling like a while ago, Yeah. but now 
it's like a learned thing or it's just is what it is. So now it's like not even a, a thought. And that makes sense now. A hundred percent. And it's what I was going to say earlier. Like, I think it's also a product of momentum and that leads 100%. into like so many other things that you want to do or per- pursue in life or like the person you want to be. It's like you start to build momentum and eventually you're like, you've been doing the, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't swear. Like, that's just not my thing. Yeah. This is who I am for so long that it's like, you don't even think about it. Yeah. You know, your daddy over here, he's transitioning in a little bit, you know? Not into all those things, but just with my own struggles, you know? And like, and I think it's just such a great, for me, when you were talking, I was thinking like, oh, it's such a great example of the power of like building some momentum with the person you want to be and the things that you want to accomplish, the things you want to do. It's the same, the same in volleyball, right? Yeah. I can imagine like, because when did you start playing volleyball when you were like super kid, super young kid? Yeah. When you were a super, super kid? kid. <laughs> I was a super kid. <laughs> but super you, short kid. Did you come from a volleyball family or no? Yeah. 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 Mom and dad played? Yeah. Played, coached. My cousins played at UCLA. Um, bro- older brothers played. Yeah. Yeah. Two older around. brothers? Three? Two. Two. It's definitely a momentum thing and a habitual thing. Mm. Um, I'm big into like you have these things that you're grounded in or something you want to do and over time exactly what you said now it's not it's just like second nature or it just is what it is Mm. but because of the work i've put in in the past or the intention that i've had towards it whatever it may be i i think also like i can imagine you were raised in a, a family where like maybe are your brother similar to you or your parents wait are they are our brother similar to me or my parents? Do your brothers know? say mother trucker um, and friggin' chicken? They're not as similar to me. Definitely not. Which is, I think about it a lot. Not a lot, but it's just like interesting. Like I turned out a certain way. My my family definitely had the beliefs, I guess, instilled into us. Okay. Um, but obviously every kid comes out differently well that's why i ask like how how are you how are you different than your brothers i think the biggest thing between me and my brothers in like just overall is like me and my mindset and i guess that's kind of what we've been talking about it's like i have that mindset of just like being all in sticking to this sticking to that i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna say it and it's gonna happen you know Mm. whereas i think they're a little bit different okay that's enough about them, huh? We're here to talk about daddy. Yeah. You're the daddy. Granddaddy. I've been I heard th- that last <laughs> I know. I've been throwing around. You guys, I've been using daddy like way too much. It's just so fun to say. And, and if anyone can be a daddy, everyone's daddy. I walk into the room and I'm like, what's up, daddy? What's up, daddy? It's just contagious, bro. It's so contagious. It's so fun to fun to say. It feels good to yeah, say. Yeah, you got me. Um, Dude, I, I'm super curious like right away. Like what's what's it like being here for you? That's a good question. Talk a little bit more as I chew this ice. Yeah. Um, well, I'll tell you what, like your young blood energy is, it's clear, you know, it's clear you bring, you bring the ruckus as we said before. And uh, I think, I think also like the first thing I think about is like, what's the, what's the difference? And I was going to maybe, maybe pitch on this later, but like, what's the difference between the college environment you're used to? And I mean, you did VNL stuff too. And now you're here at World Champs, like the biggest tournament in the world. This is basically like even a bigger deal than the Olympics, people say. 
That's a joke. I guess I'll, yeah, not really. That's a joke, Mason. But, but I guess I'll like start there is with, with your original question is like genuinely the feeling and it's like, I just got the chills is just like gratitude and oh, it's getting emotional. Just like everything that is, I mean, we go back to like me being all in and like my goals and that whole thing is like, this was, has literally been it. Doesn't mean I'm done, you know, but being here, I always just feel like, and like same, same feeling with going to VNL. It's like, I made this team. I made this roster. I'm here in this moment. There's just like a crazy overwhelming feeling of gratitude for like everyone that's been a part of my journey and my situation, my coaches, my family, like, you know, even people that maybe didn't turn out to be great in my life, but obviously they still had like an impact of where I am now. And I think it's, that's like the number one thing. That's the number one feeling, which is pretty cool. Mm. You're excited. Oh yeah. It's an exciting time. Yeah. 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 It's cool to talk about it because like I'll text with my parents about it or like, you know, like I post about it, but and like that's where I kind of realized like okay I'm typing this thing out or like I'm doing a little journaling and I've been trying to like stay up with like my I don't know if that would be like emotions but just like my my thoughts and my feelings on the whole like situation mm-hmm. and but, that's where it, it comes like the most is like when I'm like typing something out writing something out or like talking about it and it's like pretty sick I want to know from you do you remember like a specific feeling your first time what was your first game in VNL, because this is the biggest VNL is the biggest tournament you've ever been in with team. USA. I didn't play in Brazil. You didn't play. So like literally Japan playing against Japan in Italy, the friendly game. The friendly game. Yeah. Did you have any? Did the emotions feel any different than like you're playing a, a game against someone at Long Beach State? I tried to go into it like you know the whole mindset thing of like okay, like you're made for this. You're supposed to be here. Um, no, no, I just mean like pretty just in general. In general, like how did you how did you feel like stepping on and like all right, Mason, you're gonna play right now? Um, similar in terms of I think just because of like that's where my mind was, but definitely, and I always say this, um, in terms of like playing for your country, and like wearing the USA jersey and like national anthem before is like that is a different thing, and that will always not mean more, but it's just like everyone says it, and everyone says in sports, it's, um. To play for your country is different and something bigger than anything that you'll ever play for back home, you know, unless if your country. What an honorable answer. Um, well, here's here's like, OK, let me just let me set the scene for you. Actually, at Long Beach State, this was like maybe 2016. Uh, we were playing a friendly match against Japan, actually. At Long Beach State in the Pyramid. Oh, okay. USA. And USA was. USA was. Yeah. This was my first time like being a part of a team. I was like, oh, I'm working towards Travel yeah. Squad. And it was I, against Japan? And it was against Japan. And I played like the end of like the third set or something mm-hmm. or maybe the third set. And I will never forget like getting subbed in and feeling like spacey. Like just everything was yep. looser and spacier. And it wasn't like... Oh, it's me, and I'm you know this is my team at Hawaii, you know the which I graduated from and played yeah. there. It was it wasn't like anything else. It was like I'm in watching myself in third person, and that's one of the first and only times I, I think a couple times getting put in randomly throughout 2016, 2017 because I was never like a clear starter yeah. or that guy. 
And I was also never like a shoe in for traveling either. I just remember getting those few opportunities and like feeling like I blacked out. Like it just felt so that strange. I can relate to. I had that more. Uh, we played, we did play China in a friendly match in Brazil. And I had that feeling like way more. And I don't know why. It was like way less of a big deal. Like the matches in Italy were like pretty legit. Mm. You know, like they were promoted. There were people there. Um, we played like a, a more of a full match or whatever. But um, the one in, against China was that feeling of just like, oh, shoot. You like feel a little blacked out or something. Yeah. I mean, or like, like when you just stand up. And you're kind of like lightheaded. It was, it was like that. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's like almost like on the bench, you had your head like dip, dip straight down. You ever like dip your head straight down and then you get that up really it. fast and you get like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. it's yeah. like that for me without the, you get kind of like a little body high. I'm be honest with you. I love it. You get like a little, you feel a little fuzzy. It's like without that, so without that, but your head is just like a little bit. It keeps spacey. it real. It does keep it real. Um, I was just, I was just curious cause that, that was the experience I had. And even the first, I mean, it's pretty awesome that you get to, as a, like a, a libero, especially being the second a second. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's freaking awesome. You know? And for me, it was like, I don't even deserve to be here right now, you know? And so like, I just, I remember just have having so many like different emotions in that moment and it doesn't matter it's over i just was curious that's really interesting. no i would say it's an interesting thing as an athlete because like i would i would probably have more of those emotions but as an athlete and like being here it's real so you kind of have to like like i started with like you have to tell yourself like you're here do it like this is your chance this is your moment like ball out type of thing and mm. you probably block out the real emotions or thoughts that could come in. Does that make sense? Dude, for sure. In fact, like my role on this team has changed, you know, like, and I remember at one point they brought me along. This was for world champs actually in 2018. And I was playing the best volleyball I'd ever played and was like, actually got a chance to start. It was the first mm -hmm. time where I was like starting, you know, and didn't finish the tournament starting. Um, and then the following the following year, I went in as basically like a serving sub to float serve. Sometimes your serve is gnarly. Right We've now. changed it up. Yeah, the serve is we're we're cooking, baby. But I was float serve. They were like, we need a good float serve guy. So I was that guy. And I remember like not wanting to come in. Like for example, Kyle Russell right now is like our basically like yeah. first guy off the bench to serve the ball. And I remember not basically he is. He that's like Hondo his P. Role. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I remember like. And John, you know, as a coach is like, he just kind of sometimes he'll sit back there and then randomly he could just go, you in to serve, you know, like no one. <laughs> yep, he did and I, I remember like, dude, I'm, if I'm being like totally honest, I remember times where he would start coming back and I would like kind of hide. Really? Yeah, dude. Cause I was just like, I don't want to go in there and fucking miss a float serve. Gotcha. Okay. I was going to say, was it that or like the fact that you didn't have a lot of time like it was just like a no boom you're in no you know 100 percent. it's just like i think i this thought originally came from something you had said before about this idea of like you deserve to be here owning your moment i still get it dude like i still battle with that internal dialogue all the time especially when you're not the guy when you yeah. go like for me when i was at hawaii especially my last two years like i didn't have fear of anything because i had proven to myself on the court that i was a fucking baller 
and that like I can make as however many mistakes because I was wasn't a guy who was making that many mistakes. I was playing really good. That pressure I think changes so much, especially on the national team. I even feel the same way when I'm overseas. Very much no fear. You got eight months to prove yourself. You know, sometimes here like your chance is like yeah. very slim. You know, because that is the reality. As much as you want to tell yourself mentally that it's not, that is the reality when it comes to the national team. Because hundred percent maybe a week to do something you know? for sure and yeah. like the coach's decision to like a lot of times with with john i'm not exactly sure how he feels yeah. you know it's like and there's five middles let's say are on this trip four and everyone's good everyone can go play and get in so like you have to have some quality especially during that tournament it's not like i've had eight months with him for him to see like throughout like throughout all these statistics yeah. like this is where you're at on average the longevity like, he knows who yeah. i am you know it's like a lot of times i come in here and it's like you get a two or three week training block. Show us what you can do in that time. You go to play. It's like maybe they're gonna th- throw you in occasionally. You miss a couple of serves. Now maybe they pull back. Like yep. you just there don't. Goes the trust. Yeah. You don't know, dude. And so I, I still feel like I'll even in practice sometimes, bro. I'm like, my mentality is a little different, and I had to like really learn how to control a lot of that. And to your point, like really remind myself that like this is my life. I'm choosing to be here. Like, let's fucking own the moment, which can be hard to do, dude. I'll even like, we'll be serving, serve and pass or something. And it's like this, I know you're not a server, but let me just tell you. Oh, I'm a server. I've actually never seen you serve. I have seen you cut sharp though, sharp on the outside to four. The four to four is nice. You have a good four to four wrist down. Yeah, it's nice. But my line shots, I haven't really seen it. Oh. oh, you did bounce one ball. I think I saw a clip. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you got to check out my, you haven't seen my serve. I got to check out your serve. Okay. Special. That's okay. Okay. Wait. 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 So, add the clip. Uh, I'll I'll go to or like someone in front of me will serve. They'll miss. The next guy will go. They'll miss. And even if it's like a serve and pass, like this morning we had serve and pass. We played Mexico row. tonight. Yeah. No. 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 But you it's like the third. It's the the golden rule is don't miss three in a row okay. as a team. Never miss three in a row. And so it's like that third ball. And a lot of times I'll catch myself being like, nah, I'll let like some guy just I'll be like, yo, just pop a float in. Uh. Dude, I catch myself to that day, to this day doing that. And it's nice for me because when I do, I always catch myself, you know, where I'm like, fuck, dude, I want to be, I need to be the guy. I need to get in the mindset of like, yes, how awesome. Now I have an opportunity to serve the ball with some kind of pressure because yeah. in serving past, there's no pressure, which is why I like how relatable to the game is it? I don't really know, but there's an argument to be made there. Yep. But I'm more so like, I catch myself all the time, like being a bitch, dude, like kind of bitching out. I think it's like just sports in general, like that right there is like the moment. And obviously easier said than done. That's the moment where you should want to like get in and be the one that serves the third ball. Because just like you said, you can't really practice that or like simulate that unless if you're in the game. And I think that's why... So like getting that rep is huge. And I think also that's why like being in this environment is so good. I know it's been so good for me personally because when you've been doing something, at least for me, like playing long enough and you're playing on teams where you're either the guy, like especially in college, like I'm sure you'll graduate being like the libero or like for me, I was the fucking middle in the league. And then you go overseas and like you're still like, depending on what kind of team you're on, the guy, like they brought you as a foreigner for a reason. And this is one of the only environments I think that really tests my mental capacity because it's such a short amount of time. You have such a short amount of time to prove yourself. Like I've earned the trust to be confident in myself and I'm very confident in myself, but I have these moments of doubt and I I always reflect on them, whether it's 
after sometimes I'll catch myself in the moment and having the ability to be like, nah, like to your point, like I need to be like, fucking yes, please miss your serve. I can't wait to be the third yeah. guy to put a ball in, you know, because yep. that pressure is also so realistic to a game and getting good at handling that pressure is so important if you want to have like real success at a high level yep. and the reality is like you don't get a lot of it when you're super comfortable like you're not getting a lot of it if you're a college player a high school player a club player and you're like the baller on your team you're not getting that kind of pressure right yep. now yep and that's why some people crack it's just like can't handle it but i think the big okay my favorite point that you made I had this, I actually had this conversation with someone like two days ago on like the mental side of things is you saying like, Oh, when I'm at Hawaii or like my last two years, like I was the guy. So I literally like didn't have that feeling of I couldn't make a mistake or whatever. To me that like when people ask me like, Oh, this about mindset or my mindset on things, I think that's like the biggest thing that you can use to like teach or learn because you go and you play at Hawaii and you're like stress-free, not carefree, but just like you can play and that's how you should play. And then you come somewhere else or you come into a new environment or you join a new team and you feel that like sense, you can like literally feel it. It's like a little weight on you and that you can't fully just free up and play exactly how you were to play volleyball. Even Anything from like, oh, I just played on the USA team. I should be able to go back to my college team and ball out. Or I just played at an open gym with college guys. I should be able to go play on my high school team. You know, like I think giving that level up and then going back gives you that perspective maybe. Maybe mm -hmm. that's what it is. That perspective and that like actual mindset. Because usually like with mindset, you kind of have to trick yourself but now you've actually felt that. And it's like, okay, I'm fine. Like I can do this. And dude, I also think that's why, and I don't, I'd be curious to know from you what you do to consistently try to get your mind in that headspace. Because I know like, for example, the kids I work one-on-one -on -one with, we talk a lot about intention, you know, and like having intention for some of them, it's like having a volley intentions journal where they spend a little bit of time before or after a training talking about like, okay, what am I going to focus on today? What am I really, what am I, what is my real goal? Yeah. And the example I use all the time is like with serving, right? It's like you serve a ball, but you miss hit it and you get like an ace in the corner. And yeah. there's so many coaches who are like a point's a cool. point. And I just could not disagree anymore. Yeah. To me, I'm constantly judging myself on what was my intention and how did I follow through on that intention? Yep. Like serving is just the best example. Cause it's one of the few times you're like completely you alone, you know? And so it's like, okay, I went back to serve and it was 24, 23, if I miss, we lose. Did, did I have that moment of, oh shit, if I miss this, we're gonna lose? Probably to some degree. And then yeah. how did I respond to that? And so a lot of times I'll catch myself being like, yeah, I know what's going on. Like I exist in the same world. Like the reality right now is, is if I miss, we fucking lose this set. And then the other side of it is like, did I ha also have a moment where I said, you know what? That is the case, but like, fuck it, dude, I'm fucking going for it. Or like, or was I super tactical? Was I able to be like, okay, go back with the same routine, the same idea of like be fast, contact high on the ball, be fast, drive the ball to where I want it to go, you know? And so my thought, my question for you, I guess, would be, do you have things that you do? Because, because it's so easy, especially in sports and in life in general, to ride your emotions up and down, do you have any practices that kind of keep you grounded in that sense? 
specifically yeah, maybe to volleyball, but maybe also not. It's been interesting because like our conversation earlier, I feel like so many things are just habitual now where it's like, that is me. That is what I do. Um, and I've kind of had to like rework it in a way where it's like, oh, why? Or, why do I do that? Or what do I do? Like noticing what I do or noticing that that's a thing. It's like, okay, if I, like I've always kind of visualized and just like not to like an extent of like, um, like how visualization is like a, a thing now where you have like a visualization coach or um, you like walk through a routine. But I've just always like, I remember myself in high school in the locker room, like literally going through different shots in my head and like tooling hitters and like stuff like that when I hit the good old days. Um, but realizing those things that I do do like visualization um, and just like even simple, simple terms, like I'm saying, just like imagine yourself diming three passes like i'll try and do something like that before and just like get your head in that positive space before games yeah before games before practices every practice Um, like is it really consistent or is it something you just kind of do when you feel it's necessary that something i do when i feel it's necessary um i would say i'm pretty consistent on like having an intention i think that's you have to go into like training with some sort of intention even if it's like the simplest thing or something that might not be directly volleyball related or maybe your intention is like something better with your mind i'm going to be positive or bring a lot of energy this practice or this game or whatever it may be um so i think intention is pretty important um okay visualization aspect what no i just wanted to i just wanted to mildly shift for a second because you brought up bringing lots of energy and you brought something up to me and you were like, dude, I got to talk to Josh about cheers. About like oh, getting. Change the word. I know, but that's the word you originally used. Fair. Okay. So what are we changing the word to? Chance. Okay. Chance. Here's what I think of when you said that. First of all, straight up cringy. For me, it's cringy. I know. We had this conversation. And it's totally fine. And it may, but it may, it brought me back, like you saying that brought me back to being in college. And thinking about all the like when guys would come out, like I had my own thing that I would do. We would all do like different handshakes and just like the vibe is so different in like the best way ever. When you're like in college and you're with like all your buddies and you guys are just having the fucking best time and you're winning and you're good. Like it's so fun to have those cheers to like house someone or to bounce a ball and look back and your entire bench has just like lost their mind. Like it's such a cool environment. I want to know from you because it's not that like overseas at least it's not that and so i'm curious like what's that like for you or how do you do you ever feel like what's up with all these fucking old guys like why are they no one's got energy around that is the thought and i love you just said that and compared it to like pro or this team and like i've said in my head just like jokingly a couple times like like really realize like these guys are just like a bunch of robots or like (laughs) that obviously i don't think that directly and uh there's been like a cool learning curve to it too where it's like obviously there's like a seriousness to it but um i think there are times where it's like you know maybe it's just this person's 30th year playing volleyball and like certain things aren't exciting to them you know i think there's that aspect too um but to me just overall in general like energy and like having fun is like the are the number one things Mm -hmm. and that's why i always bring so much energy and just like have fun and especially when i'm on the court you know, like go along with the monster block cheers or mm. chants. 
what do we say? Chance. Baby, um, go with your heart. That's or, what you do. Uh, <laughs> go with your heart. Or like the ace, ace. Uh, I don't know. Those those type of things. Just like making it fun. Um, big energy guy. I think big team dynamic guy. I think that's something I've noticed too. Like the team strays a little. Um, I think Wait, we could get better we, there. Before we completely change subjects, I think it's an it's an interesting subject worth breaking down. Okay. And, and here's what I think about. When you're younger, especially, dude, you see this especially at like the club level. Guys get like some crate, like bounce a ball or something, and like everyone goes fucking nuts because it's sick. Yeah. You know, and like when you're a kid, that's what you want to do. You want to bounce balls, you want to block balls straight down, you want to lip guys on like a no one up pipe situation. Like those are what you dream for. And I think to your point, it's like, yeah, once you've once you've seen it enough. And that's not even the bit. I don't even think it's a question of like once you've seen enough because guys will do sick plays and I'll be like, oh, fuck, like that is nasty. And I'll react naturally to it. I just think there's this there's this level of I don't know if you maybe level of confidence. I don't know if that's the best way to put it. But I think as you get older, to me, it's like I just bounce that ball, but I better fucking bounce it nine out of ten times. Like that's just what I do. And you know, and that's that's how I feel a lot of times. Like for me, no. I've watched how I've developed. Like I used to be like I, I had phases of like kind of being the like chirpy guy. I had phases yeah. of kind of being the like super stoked guy. And then I played, I remember seeing Max Holt specifically when I was probably three or four years ago and watching how like he's just mellow. He just that was your hip? Knee. Knee. Oof. He's just like a mellow dude, you know, like super mellow and just like does his thing, does his job very professional, let's say, in, in yeah. that in that way. And I just like, I guess, out loud brainstorming. Why is that? Because you're totally right. Like there's some guys are that way, but I think most guys have this kind of attitude of like, yeah, that sick play I just did that if you're like 16, you're like freaking out. It's like, that's just what I do. So yeah, I'm not, it doesn't feel genuine to react like, the world is ending. I'm so stoked, you know? Yeah. I, I get that too. And like, well, oh, so many thoughts going through my mind, but I guess first one is like, I like celebrating other people. Like when other people get a point or like, I think that's huge too. Other people do something sick. Other people, even just the simplest thing, like a nice set or like they fooled all the blockers. Like, I think that's sick. doesn't mean you have to go crazy. doesn't mean you have to like, you know, throw your arms in the air every single time, but at least just like, some fire, some intensity. Cause to me, that's like locked in as well. But uh, another thought you said exactly what, uh, someone on my team at long beach said is like, that's what I'm supposed to do. Like, why should I cheer? Like, why should I be happy? That's what I'm supposed to do every time. But like one, you might not do it every time. So like when you do, let's just say it being like, get a kill. When you do, like you can still celebrate it. You can still celebrate the good. Again, it doesn't have to like doesn't have to be the biggest thing in the world or like you just won the championship. Cause we all know that thing. It's like, oh, that team just won, like that was their championship. You know, that kind of like thing of yes, there's a standard that's higher, but I think you can still celebrate or at least have fun with what's going on right now. I mean, dude, I I completely agree. I, I And and you don't have to. And it, if it's not if it really isn't natural, then like, so be it. You can't force it. I got to focus on my strategic warm up to get my head in the right place for when I do go on the court and also my body in the right place for when I do go on the court. And that's what I've, as a bench player now, because, you know, for a while it was like, 
it has an when especially when I'm overseas, I'm not on the bench. So playing a bench role or having to be ready at all times to come off the bench and help someone out or help the team out is like a new is a different role for yeah, me. Same, you same, know? Same. And so I think it requires something completely different. Like, okay, honestly, if if I was guy, I think that this is where it's like so nice to have a team where everyone has a different role. If I was guy who just like, yo, you're you're not going in. I would be king of the let's have a fucking good time because the team does need it. Having, and I said this from when you first walked in, like having your young energy is so great. It's refreshing for me. I'll tell you as someone who's been doing this for a while and like gets bored by things when they feel very stagnant. Um, It's been nice to have someone to come in to just like get me to remind me of my past and where I came from and like really loving and enjoying what I'm doing. And it looks different. Like to, like to your point, it's like, I'm not going to have the energy that you have. I'm not yeah, going to no, bring what you bring. There's no like manual to it. Not yet. I create one. Do we got lots of Until ideas, bro, lots of ideas. Out. Speaking of ideas, uh, on your phone, it says frenzy. Do you want to talk about that? Frenzy is an app. It's the name of an app that I have had the idea. Today's podcast is sp- Brought to you by Frenzy. Yes. And Frenzy is an idea that I've had for an app for a while now, probably like over three years. Um, The basic concept is um, to make it easier, more efficient, um, and just overall better experience to like hang out with your friends and to create those opportunities to hang out with friends. Um. So on the app, you'll be able to like create, I don't like using the term event, but basically you'll be able to create like a hangout and you type in the title, um, like what it is, a description to it. And then like the time location and like some other things that you would fill in for kind of like a calendar event from there, you'll be able to share it to like a individual kind of like think Snapchat of just like send it to this person, this person, this person, this person, or you'll be able to send it to an existing group or a, a new group. Like if you're looking for more friends, people to hang out with, it's solely for your friends and friends that you already have, not necessarily to make new friends, not like Tinder, not like Instagram, friends that you already have added by phone number or uh, like QR code or username. And you have them on the app. Basically the invite comes in on the receiving end and this is where it's just like clear cut, communi- no communication really, um, no chat. It's just like I'm in or I'm out. So like no excuse. I don't need to hear that like your dog ate your homework or whatever. Um, Dude, just can like I be honest? Tell me you're in or you're out. It's not you haven't. Are you? How do you feel about the name? Why? Because now I kind of think I'm in is pretty sick. Ooh, you know I'm I'm always open. I'm always open to things, and. I don't know if we should say it here, but someone else came up with the name technically. Really? Yeah. Not someone else. Someone that used to be in my life. And so where are you at in the like development of this? I haven't trademarked it yet. So, but I mean, we have all the logo and everything, but like you can always change that sort of thing. But I'm in. Could be really good. And where did you get the idea for this? Okay. So yeah, yeah. That's what I needed to tell, but I can't, I couldn't tell that without you. Yeah, so, and I got to be honest, I like you've told me what it is and I don't fully remember and I couldn't fully funny. hear everything. So, and there's like different features to it and you kind of have to explain all of them to make it like... All I know is I'm in. Look, that's the logo. It's a high five. Um, pretty good. So, I like that. 
We'll talk later about that. Anyways, so the idea came from actually, I'm pretty sure it was my first time like coming home after going to college. I think it was like winter break or something like that. And I was with my friend, best friend, Ben Cash, shout out. Um, and we were hanging out back home. You know, that feeling of like, oh, who's around? Like, who do we hang out with? We want to just go play spike ball or whatever the game may be. Um, we want to just go to the pool, but we want friends to come. Um, and so like the first thought was when we wanted to go play spike ball and we were like, who do we invite? Like, who do we ask? Do we ask this person? Do we like text them? Are we still friends with them? Like, are they even around? And it just gave me the idea of just like, there's kind of like a screw it aspect to it too. Like, I feel like with, when you're texting someone, it's like you have to, they have to respond to you. There's like a stigma to it where, oh, what if they don't reply? What if they don't want to? Like, you don't want to hear their BS excuse. Um, this is kind of just like throwing it out there. Like, do you, do you want to just come play spike ball or, or what? And anyone can respond or just people in your group? So you create like the, the plan and you send it out to who you want to. But there will also be another feature where you can send it out to like basically a live dashboard. I like that position. Didn't mean it like that. You'll, you'll send it out. We to, know how you meant it, but you send it out to like a live dashboard. So I'll get, I'll stay on like the spike ball example. Uh, I, it's you and I, we're going to play spike ball. Obviously you need four people. So it's like perfect for things like that as well. Like we're going bowling, but we want other people to come. We're going to the pool, but we want other people to come. And so tell me, I remember asking you this question before. Why wouldn't I just do that in a group chat? Um, a couple reasons. Like people don't always respond in group chats. We all have that one friend that like doesn't respond at all. Um, People are hesitant. Like I, I've done not like a wait, 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 wait. On that friend, on the friend who gets put in group chats, yeah, and if awesome. I like, no, if you're I don't, great. You're you're you make my app. You're great. No, no, no. Or maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. What I'm trying to say is, I'm the guy in group chats that if if someone starts a group chat and they start talking about something, I I'm like maybe I find some little funny thing and I say it, but I'm not the guy. You send a gift, don't you? That's it. No, 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 uh-huh. no. Words. I use my words. Okay. Yeah, but I don't. I'm just. I get overwhelmed by the energy Ooh, of yeah, that many of people. the group chat, yeah. and you don't. There's just a different vibe, and like I tell people that all the time. Of, uh, I'll come back to like that question directly, but like, why Snapchat? Why Instagram? Why this app? Instagram has all the features, not all the features, but like the main features that Snapchat has. But most people don't go on Instagram and Snapchat each other. No, because Snapchat's for naked pictures. Okay. Anyways. Um, what was your direct question? Oh, why why uh, can't you just go to a group chat? For people like you, um, there's a little more of like a commitment aspect. There's supposed to be, and we'll like figure all this out of like how it'll be exactly so that there is, isn't and doesn't have to be a lot of communication. We're working with like toggle on and off things, um, like checklists and polls and stuff like that. So that it's one all in the app, all right there. And more of like a, committed plan type thing even if it's like the simplest thing like going to lunch um and then again in group chats like things get lost you know you send the the idea or what you want to do and then there's a bunch of conversation and no one actually gets to it so it's like here it is all on the app um comes in you just i'm in or i'm out and then it it organizes it all right there for you and then you have like an accountability aspect to it and then it can go into the calendar aspect or the calendar feature on the app too. Okay, wait a second. Snapchat is for naked pictures. Okay. 
Change My Mind. I love Change My Mind. Bro, who the fuck? No, 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 listen, listen, listen. Who the fuck? Because I, I, listen, when I was, I remember when Snapchat came out and it was like, I don't remember if Instagram, I think it was. Okay, it started as that. Had to. No, no, listen, listen. So I'm pretty sure it went Snapchat and then Instagram and then Instagram came out with the feature that you can send like video or you can send a photo to friends like that. And then it was like, who the fuck is still using Snapchat? And now it's been so much time where I'm like, who the fuck is using Snapchat? I don't understand. Like, dude, you have TikTok if you want to just blow up your mind with information. Instagram, it's like Instagram has every feature that all those other things have. And I don't understand why you would still use Snapchat. So you're saying why would people use Snapchat when they have those features on Instagram? All I'm saying is... Is that kind of what you're saying? Because I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand why have so many different apps when there's one that does basically all those things. Now TikTok, I kind of understand. I'm starting to understand more. And Instagram, it's like just it seems to just be the mecca. Like who the fuck is using Facebook? Our parents, you know, who still uses that? Dude, and that's I think the about, world. That's like why do you drink Pepsi instead of Coke? 100. percent So that's why I'm here to get to the bottom of it. Okay. Why do people still use Snapchat? I think the functionality aspect of it and the, so like you go to Snapchat and the main thing right there is like all your friends and the people you're talking to. You go on Instagram, there's everyone and what they're posting, not necessarily what Snapchat provides right there of like the main functionality of it. Right. Right. Because when you open up Snapchat, it basically takes you straight to like if you were on stories on Instagram, right? No, if you were on like your DMs. Right, but I mean like that feature of you can take a photo or video right away. It's the first thing you can do. Yeah, right okay, away. yeah, 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 gotcha. You know? Yes, 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 yes. I guess, yeah, I don't know. I'm just curious because I also have, there's some younger guys I know that use it a lot and you use it like pretty, not for, na- use not it, for Nakes, not for Nakey Nibbins, no, 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 but no. you do a little bit. <laughs> I use it now that I'm overseas because I can't text. So that's one of the ways I can text people. Because R- Rather than iMessage or whatever? I can't right now. Like I took out my, my SIM. Okay, got so it. So I'm on like foreign SIM. But when I'm back home, like there's been times, uh, do you even know what like the best friends list is? So that I mean, is. Dude, I'm not like ancient, bro. Are you really against Snapchat? I don't know. No, 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 dude. Um, don't get me. No, 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 wait, kidding, stop. Kidding. Don't get it twisted. I'm not against Snapchat. I don't give a fucking shit what anyone does. All I'm saying is like Why? Saying aggressively that. saying, yeah. I just don't understand. The only okay. thing that makes sense to me is we're sending naked photos. That's the only thing where it's like, you want like your little secret app for it and you're so, friends with like some chick who put her snap thing on under her Instagram profile. Like that is ridiculous. You know, that kind of stuff. And so, but I'm like, what I find so interesting is like, use it to like, what up, dude? Yeah. Whereas like, I would just text a friend and if I was doing something or like if I saw an image that represented like a friend of mine and I needed to send it to him, you I would just, I would text. just, yeah, I would just text it to him. Interesting. So I'm assuming you use Snapchat. Okay. Maybe you're using it for a specific reason right now. But, but other I'm, than that, but I'm assuming you use Snapchat the same way you do back home as you do out here. No, not the same way for sure. I definitely Snapchat like less people because I feel like when you're gone too, it's like a way to keep in touch. That's not just like on text as well. You know, like you can Snapchat them, see your face. I just had my, my parents add me on Snapchat so that I can send like, so you're saying like send a picture or send video. And this is actually, oh, this is so cool. This is one of the reasons you need frenzy as well, because you can take the event and send it to multiple people on Snapchat. You can take that video, take that picture and send it to multiple people like right away without it being a group chat going through and selecting people. Does that make sense? Say it again. So I can go, if I'm in 
if I go to the, the center down here and it's like beautiful, it's like, oh my gosh, I can take that video, I press next, and then I can select who I want to send it to. I can send it to a group chat, I can send it to my Why wouldn't you just dad. post it on your story though for everyone to see? I do that sometimes, but like that's different than sending it to someone. In some way, do you feel it's more personable? Yeah, 100%. That's like, like, do you think people receive it that way? Like, for example, if I put it on my story, every it's just for everyone to see. You're saying that there's yeah, something I don't really extra. Use, other than like now, I don't really go on Snapchat for like stories that much. Yeah, but you're also, you're in a college environment right now, right? And I could have told you what I thought of Snapchat when I was in college. And, and that's what I'm saying. I'm trying no, to connect de- a little there's bit definitely, of space okay. that's happened, you know? No, there's definitely, like, I guess, I guess I'm not the guy to talk to about Snapchat because there's definitely people that use it a lot and like, I, what I don't get is where people are literally just like Snapchat back and forth. Well, I'll tell you no one right name. now. His name's Tijon Mustard DeFalco, dude. And he's like in between our, in, a, in between our, gen, not generation, but in it's between like in us, between you know? Us, yeah. yeah. And so that's why I was like, dude, that guy used Snapchat exactly how you describe it in the sense of like, what up? Like talking to his sister and his family and like, that's how he did it. And I, I, in my head, I'm just like, why wouldn't you just text them? And if you're going to send them a photo, sick. And there was something, I remember him describing it in some way, like, just sending a photo and having some text is like it hits harder yeah. than if I just say like "What up, Mason?" I think there's the efficient aspect, like efficiency aspect as well. You can just like take the photo, type right there, and send it, and it like sends right away too. There's like messages; it takes longer, it takes more storage. I don't know if we really want to get into it. Um, I think it's I think it's just like the functionality aspect to it, and like why the app is what it is, and that's what I hope Frenzy can be. That's pretty sick, dude. I didn't really want to write questions down for this because yeah. we're just fucking hanging out. But I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, you didn't, do you shower with the team? I did once when I used your towel. Okay. Because I've noticed like, and this is the same when I've played overseas pro. It's like the younger nah, guys don't, maybe not, but like sometimes the younger guys don't feel comfortable showering with everyone. I don't really care. Um, I'm not the guy, there's like guys and I've learned like, mostly foreign guys i think it's american culture um that like don't care they like drop their pants right there they go and like shower they'll walk back naked like whatever which is like fine to me i don't care that's just like not my style i like have my towel around me not that i like am a freak about it no, baby, but it's um, all good. i'll go like i'll shower like it's cool but like i don't need to be standing there waiting naked like i'll, I'll yeah. go and shower when it's my time to shower and then i'll like walk back i mean but it, is I, su- it is such I a- forgot a towel every time we, we had showered so yeah yeah and i didn't play one of the times so no, baby no just shower to- when I get back. it's all good and i don't i don't care either way i just i always i could not agree more with you where most of my experience has been with foreign guys like no one gives a shit yeah. and i'm sure it's a like this is not new news to anyone i'm sure it's a cultural thing 100 percent. at long beach i shower after every practice like locker room like i guess that's like part of the routine too it's just like practice shower get to change and then i go home and do whatever i want clean but yeah, i don't have a problem with it how about you no no but i did i think i was insecure for for a long time when you were younger yeah. like when you were younger yeah yeah for sure i definitely was and as which is for me like very strange because huh. i'm a pretty open guy you yeah. know but i think I there's s- definitely like some i honestly think it was being raised in like a christian home oh really yeah, we're like, like my dad didn't like walk around naked in front of us or like, you know, like it, at least for, I didn't, I didn't mean well, that. Yeah, I mean, you either. Either. I mean, me and my brother. I just mean like if I had kids, like I think if, if I had kids now, it's like 
it's your naked body. Like who cares? Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're like, I, I don't, don't see the, that. I don't see the deal in it. Like I don't have that yeah. thought or that perspective. Well, hopefully you're not thinking about having kids at 21. I don't know if you are. Are you? Well, no, no, that'd be a little awkward. Like I heard you say no cap one, one time. Oof, that's a joke. Yeah, no, no, no. I, there's no hate, baby. I'm just saying I heard you say no cap one time and I'm thinking right now, um, is there a, a cap <laughs> for having kids? Like, is it something no that- uh, Do I want to have kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I guess I ask you that because, dude, I'll be completely honest. Like, in my life, I never, like, really thought about having a family one day. Interesting. No, I've thought about it for Like, a when while. you hear, and this is, let's speak stereotypically here because that's the best way to speak publicly. Um, like, most most women plan for their future a little more than most men, right? I think so. And in I, some aspects, yeah. Oh, sure. And I think when I think about like having kids or having a family, at least for me, it's only as of my recent years, as I've gotten older that I'm starting to feel and see, oh, this would be really cool. Like to find a partner and like have some kids or just like start a family in some way, I think is a really cool concept and cool idea. But I was not that way as a kid. And then I've had some friends that since they were, you know, in high school or in college were like, oh, having a family is a priority for me. I want that one day. I'd say that's more me. Yeah. Or like I've just always thought about it. Um, and I, I probably comes from like being raised in a family that's like pretty close and like family's important. Um, yeah, I've always wanted it. And I've always been in relationships too. And I've always kind of like thought about it that way. I'm like dating this person for the future technically. Not saying that like 100% it will work out. I've kind of like had that mindset and I'm pretty like, uh, I can never like find the right word, like strict on that of just like, yeah. that's my way of going into it. I'm not, I'm never just like messing around or like whatever. Um, and both of my relationships have been very long. Cause my boys committed. We went over that in the yeah, beginning. Exactly. So like, it's definitely something I think about. Like I have written down like baby names that I think would be cool and like stuff like that. Dude, yeah. you got any off the top of your head? Shaw for a guy. So my middle name is Shaw, Mason Shaw. And I think that would be sick for James. James sons. Shaw would be stoked. I know. He wow. stole my number too. Wow. Um, girl name. That's all right. By the way, I'm number 19. Who the fuck cares about number 19, bro? I'm also yeah, pissed. Ben Ga- or, or Patrick Gasman stole my number 13. I didn't even think about it when Ben left. No Grab that number. I know. I'm so sad. I'm like, number he doesn't so even boring. care about it. You should I'm ask. sure he doesn't care. I probably could. Okay. I've kind of just accepted it at this point. Like, I don't really care about numbers doesn't really i don't really care but i will say uh i have the number that absolutely suits me right now if you don't care and it's number 19 because who the fuck is number 19 name me one like it's just like the i don't care number i mean just name me one player you ever known who wears number 19 taylor averill that's it that's what i'm saying yeah there's no one out there so it's sometimes sometimes it gets me down you know gets you down no give a baby name um yeah I think I had a couple. Should I should I read some? I think I've written some yeah. down. I, like I said, as I've gotten older, you know, I, I think about it a little bit. While you're looking, I'll tell you. Uh, so my mom, if any of us were, because there's three boys. If she had a girl, the name was going to be Colette. For you? Colette Noel. Like Dude, if she had a girl. I was going to be Nicole. No way. So I think Colette, I really like that name. And I think it's like pretty, uh, it's not popular. And just like has a nice sound to it. So 
I think that'd be a cool girl name. I have a couple more, but. All right, I want to start off by saying I'm not married to any of these. These were written. <laughs> Disclaimer. These were written uh, February 25th of 2022. A lot of time has passed. You know okay. what I mean? A lot yeah, of time. Okay. Yeah. You think on them. Yeah, sometimes I'll do the same thing and then I delete one right away. I'm like, no way. And some of these are mildly influenced. Like they weren't all, they on weren't like the me really thinking about, they were just, I was just like, oh, that name. Okay, got it. You're going to love the first one. You ready? Arson. That's crazy. You love that because your dad's an arsonist. That's why. He's an arsonist. An arsonist or an arson detector. <laughs> or he worked in the arson investigation department. Arson investigation bit, department. Yeah. That's the first one. The second one is Papillon. Dude, I should have known. You're going to have some. Uh, Also, if you guys got any good baby names, please send them my way. And my Um, way. And yeah. But mine are probably a little bit different than yours. If you want to be more personal, just send us the specific names you think would fit for our children. You know, you're you're more Italian. So I'm thinking Marco, probably. (laughs) No. Giuseppe. My grandpa's Italian. You know? There's no Marco. All right, we'll keep going. Szechuan. (laughs) You're kidding. Ragnar. I mean, come on. You kidding me, little Viking boy? Um, I have in here uh, first name Christian, second name or middle name Born Again. <laughs> I don't know why that's in my kids' names, and then Mordecai. Honestly, other than Szechuan, which sounds Christian like a you like that one, I knew you'd like that one. I can't even believe it's in this list, dude. Honestly, I don't like Holy any of like now when I read these, I don't like Szechuan? any of them. I don't know if it's because I'm really insecure in this moment right now about kids' names. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not meaning to laugh at you. No, I mean Christian Born Again, bro. If I name my kid Christian Born Again, it's Where's over for me, dude. I have a uh, Sander. I think would be a cool guy name. Wow, so far Mason's two names are I know James Shaw and Taylor Sander, dude. They're, they were written down before I even like knew All them. Right, that's fair. Um, what else do I have? Uh, I uh, my dad's name is Steve Steven. I don't Dude, know if Steve's I could do quiet. that. Can I make make a suggestion for I you? I think that'd be really cool. I think Gary. I was Whoa. having Dude, I brought this up the other day. I was like, I think Gary is one of the few names that has died. Like Gary's died. Yeah. All the Garys are dead. I think. Or they're they're close to death. Can we go this way? Is this allowed? Yeah. Here wait. Scoot a little bit over there. Let's scoot on the right side so we're not too close to each other. I think we can both go this. This is Is it still filming? This is adorable. This is nice. Yeah, this a little change really of nice. scene. Am I close enough? Can it see me? Um He's wait, like, just yeah. to confirm that theory, do you know any anyone named Gary? Yeah. Under that's the age the thing. of thirty? Yes. Who? Gary, I know two. They were on my Long Beach volleyball team. Two at the same time. What? I don't think I'm in the frame, but that's okay. No, you are. No, there's no way. You scoot that way. The camera's over there. Bro, it's not about camera time. God, Mason. <laughs> you know what, dude? I knew getting on getting on the mic with a content TikTok I star. Dude, I could be over here. Hey, can we be honest for a second? Bro, Mason looks like a guy who should be in a TikTok house making content for a living. You are a beautiful man, dude. A beautiful man boy. Thanks, bro. I mean, it's true, dude. You got the hair for it. I've seen I've seen the videos of like guys who go into like TikTok houses and make like they're just there to make content. I don't know if this is a compliment, but thanks. I mean, you're a beautiful man. What I'm thanks, saying bro, is, sky's too. the limit, you know. Sky is the limit. Yeah, if I if I didn't do volleyball, I'd probably do a little bit more on. Yeah, what would you do if you didn't do volleyball? And 
Um, and let's just say uh, frenzy wasn't a potential thing yet. Like, what do you, okay. what else, what else do you like to do? That would be like the one thing, like some entrepreneurship type of thing. But at this point, probably like modeling. Actually, I would never usually say that. But do you do um, mo- do you do any sort of modeling stuff right now? A little now? bit. Yeah, like technically, I have an agency, but um, I haven't done much just because like every there's, I'm playing volleyball like every day of the year. While we were in Brazil, I got um, like a casting opportunity for a Nike shoot, but I couldn't do it. For what? What exactly? Um, it was like a Nike running thing or something like that. Have but you d- have you done any like campaigns or anything? Not for not for a company like paid, but um, I've done like test shoots and shoots for like agency and just like my own stuff. No paid gigs yet, dude. Also, how think. sick is it now? Maybe that- one. And I'm sure this conversation has already been had, so we don't need to blow it up by any means. But like, how sick is it that you can finally get paid oh. and work other jobs and like do other things to make money, like the nil stuff? Yes, I was gonna. Yes. So actually, this is this is good for the the podcast because I was kind of like not against it at first, but just like not really for it. I think it was like a slippery slope, like it, for individualism. You mean like not promoting uh, that too, but like just the NCAA as a whole. Um, and like, I was not, never set on like any idea of it. Just like knew that it could kind of make things tricky. And now you have like quarterbacks making $8 million. So it's like, I don't know. I just feel like that's sketchy. And then you have like, once it, it'll, it'll happen eventually, like creep into like smaller sports and there'll be some interesting things. But anyways, now I love it. Um, how are you, how are you taking advantage of it or, or other players? Like, do you see people or kids that are on different teams that are now like, seeking certain things out yeah so like a lot of what i've seen um at least in our sports i guess like men's and women's side maybe women's a little bit less i mean i'll get there so like uh i think a lot of people are kind of like into the ambassadorship like type of thing you know you have like an affiliate code they give you free product they give you this they give you that like that's cool um i like did maybe one or two of those things but i was like kind of reluctant to post about it if i had to just because like, I don't like flooding my feed with things, especially if it's not something that I like, genuinely support. Um, so I think you'll see a lot of that, at least for a while. Um, then there's like a few people that can like actually get some really cool deals, maybe like long-term partnerships or um, like paid gigs, uh, whether that's like a one-off thing or like a long-term thing. Um, and I'd say like that's kind of where I'm at now. Like I, I wouldn't do something for free unless it was like really, really, really genuine and like maybe one of my homies or something um let me ask you too you sorry to interrupt you but you've like as of the last what year have you like blown up on instagram more yeah what's up with that reels reels this is the way to just blast yeah we were lucky oh, enough. daddy's on the real train dude i feel dude, you. i know yeah. we were lucky enough to um have people at long beach that videoed for us shout out Olivia and Holly and a couple others. Um, we had a bunch of content. It was like cool volleyball videos. Even if good, it was like, do those that quality like content qual- was good. That's why, like, that's why I started posting. I'm like, this is like a freaking movie. Like, whether it's just a regular pass or not, like, this is sick. Um, and then I just started posting. Like, I posted a couple times. It was actually, um, I've given like credit to, I guess, my ex girlfriend now at this point. A couple times of like. I was never really into like the Instagram thing. I knew I should and like it would help and like 
that sort of thing. And there were like benefits to it, but I wasn't like super, super into it. Um, and I knew it like maybe it would come again. Like, you know, you should be in a TikTok house or something like that. Um, maybe first of all, you say like, that's so sad. Why are you saying that so sadly? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, uh, then I started like posting. Wait, more. wait, wait. Also, I didn't say you should be in there. Could be. I'm saying you look like you could be. Thanks, bro. And sync Backstreet Boys. Like you're just a beautiful Italian man. I love That's all I was trying to say. Referring to the Italian. Well, well yeah, I think your hair needs an explanation. Is God, it? Yeah, it's, it's really gorgeous. <laughs> I don't know. It yeah. just happened after the shower. Um. Anyways, where are we at? Then I started posting a lot of reels. Um. And it was going well for me. And then. Uh, I was able to earn off of the reels and then I was like, okay, like they want me to post more. Basically that's what they're saying. And then, um, I was like, yeah, it's like, cool. I can keep doing this while earning off of it. And then, well, actually how it really started in my Instagram in general, before I even had a lot of followers, I think I've told this story like a couple of times is when I did these like USA things, I, I never really had someone when I was younger, uh, to like not look up to, but just to like see what was going on, see like how it went, get insight like this. Um, and obviously now it's, it's grown even more just cause technology has grown, but I kind of wanted to be that for some people, um, that slash like we had this conversation earlier. That's funny. I would just post to my stories and post like on my feed and stuff when I did these types of trips for like the youth age group and all that so that my family would know like what was going on. And so they knew like, oh, they you did this, you did that. Cause you can't talk to them all the time or throughout the day or send them every single picture. So it's just like, oh, put it on Instagram. They'll be able to see it, especially like my uh, extended family where it's like, I'm not gonna text them every day. I mean, that's to me the best part about social media in yeah. general is like there's so, especially like playing overseas for so long there's guys that like they were in my world every day and then i just don't see them and if it weren't for social media i would like not know yeah. what they were up to or like you know you see someone randomly and then i'm like oh yeah i haven't fucking talked to that guy in so long like yeah. let me hit him up you know yeah. like it's, i think it's such a beautiful thing and quite honestly i feel like it's starting to catch on more and i know that because i see more parents trying to use it now too mm -hmm. which is awesome i just think there's like still so much so many great things to share and there's so many people that's why i started this podcast it's like i love having these conversations you know yeah. like they're fucking awesome and i like want to yeah. create a space to just like authentically express myself and like hopefully pull that out of yeah. the person i'm speaking with and i think it's so good for people to listen to because i think a lot of people have questions that they're too afraid to they're, they're too afraid to ask yeah, you know, they so think if that I, they can't. If can. I can inadvertently yeah. answer a bunch of questions or make people feel yeah. like, oh, I, I, I also deal with like addiction stuff, or like, oh, I'm also a sober athlete. Like, I yeah. think it's fucking sick. Yeah, you know? like people would never know. That's would one never of the things know. you would never know about me unless if you knew. And and because like, I don't post about that. Hey, I'm a sober athlete. You why know? not? Uh, I've actually just thought, kidding. Who fucking cares? No, I've thought about like a blog, like eventually like a blog type thing oh, or like yeah. a way, like a a space because like Instagram, I'm not gonna like post that again. Like certain apps have certain vibes to me. Um, but I've thought of like a, a blog and I guess that kind of continues to answer, um, the original question of just like, now it's just been cool to be able to like connect with people and like be of service to them or ask, they can ask questions or just talk to like, that's why I'll go live sometimes too. It's just like connect with people. And that's what I'm all about. I'm like, that's why I'm, what do you do in your lives? I, I honestly don't do enough lives. I, so usually I started going on recently because my friends would go on and then I would join their lives and then we would like be on live together. 
And then I was like, oh, geez, there's a lot of people on here. So then I just go live like sometimes if I'm in like either while I was driving and like bored or like while my brother was driving. Okay, here's here's like a classic uh, older generation speaking to the younger generation. I'm like, oh, all these kids are on their phones too much and they're on TikTok and Instagram. Do you think some of that's true or do you think oh, yeah, it's 100%. like, yeah, you think it's like a, becoming a problem? Yeah, um, I always like. Cause dude, People I could probably assume that I'm like on Instagram a lot or like on TikTok. I don't go on TikTok really at all, but like I would say I'm on like the, the user or not the user end. I'm on like the one providing content end of it. So it's a little bit different for me. And I try and like stay, like keep it that way for the most part, but I'm not like a scroller and there's like people and they're like, they're like fine talking about it or like they know it's like they'll scroll on TikTok for like three hours. I but mean, then dude, again, that can be, I, I don't know, like my brother goes on TikTok, but a lot of it's like informational and like his feed has now become like informational in a way, informational in a way, whereas like you could go on YouTube and watch a video for an hour of like learning or whatever. And I think that's like, it could be similar. It all depends like what dude, you use so, it for. It's so hard because like, even for myself, I've luckily gotten so much better, but it's so, dude, especially, and I keep saying when you're overseas, because it's just so different when you're all alone. Like when you're back home or you're in college, like there's so much to distract you. Like yeah. there's so much going on when you're just straight up alone overseas and your training's over and you have three or four hours until you got to go to bed. It's like, dude, I catch, I'll catch myself all the time being like, oh, I'm going to post something and I like do the work. I post the thing. And then I'm like scrolling for a second just to like see what's up. And then you just get lost. It's just so, and this is like yeah. fucking everyone's talking, <laughs> everyone's talking about it, you know, but I was just, I was, I guess I was curious from you because I could see how addicting it would be, especially as someone who's like, that's the thing is I think there's a lot of Instagram Instagrammers that are just like con- on the consumer end of it, which is why I, which is mm-hmm. a part of the reason why I finally was like, I got to start doing some shit. Like I was seeing people, let's call it in quotes, like succeeding in my world doing like social media stuff. And I'm like, that guy's dull as fuck. Like, yeah, yeah. what? Like he's not relatable to me at all. And he's saying all this like really cringy quotes and just like doing that kind of thing. And I'm like, I don't relate to that at all. Yeah. I got to create a space now and share my story a and little bit. And just make it yours. And that's yeah. what's been so sick. Like yeah. when I first started posting stuff like two years ago and then slowly getting feedback, showing people like what I'm into and like a bit more of my personality. Yeah. And, like, figuring out like, oh, I think I have this ability to connect with like a different group in the volleyball world and maybe just in the life in general as like an athlete. Um, and I think that's why, like, now I've, like, pushed everyone to hop on and share yeah, shit, you know? Me too, because yeah. that's literally my number one piece of advice. If you have 3,000 followers or if you have 200,000 followers, whatever, it's like, however, whatever the number is, they're following you, you know? Like, they, to some extent, should care what's going on. Or, like, I even think about it back to my parents. It's like, at least my parents are on there and they care or they want to see what's up. It is... I always say is like someone out there cares or eventually will care. And you think about even like famous people or like these TikTok stars. Now it's like people are watching them, looking at them for a reason or whatever it may be or whatever the little niche is. It's like, just be you and, and post what's going on. And like, it doesn't mean you have to like become famous or that you are going to become famous, but you're just being yourself and that's that's where you have to start is you can't be in it for the opposite reason of just like oh there's this opportunity i have to but more so to me of like why not or just like 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 a you won't like it's more of like a you won't 
You did that for me? Yeah. That was really sweet. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, totally. It totally does. And I here's what I think about too is like, I think, I think as an athlete, especially as a pro volleyball player, most most American players who want to play professionally aren't going to make a ton of money. Most of them. Mm-hmm. And so you got to find other sources of 100%. revenue and income. And maybe you're into like stocks. You know, I was just having a conversation with Jungle Cat about stocks, you know, and investing and that kind of thing. And who knows what it, maybe he wants to get into that when he's done. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. But I think there's this like short window to really maximize your time as an athlete. And I think doing things on social media with intention, like with purpose, not yeah. just like doing them to do them. I think that's if that's where you need to start, great. But eventually figuring out what your voice is, who you're speaking to, and understanding the value that you're providing people. And that's that was my thing. That's where I got lost in the beginning, where I'd poke out. I was super into the fitness side of things because it changed my life and changed my career. Yeah. And so that's what I started sharing. And I knew I had learned some very unorthodox methods and yep. knew some interesting people and started posting stuff. And I had so many times where, yeah, my feet are really cold. My toes get really cold. Thanks, baby. And I, I have a, I have so many times where I would post something being like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm just like posting a video <laughs> of me at the beach working out with like my shirt off and like, like, what is this really doing? But then I started getting messages from random kids exactly. all over the world being like, yo, this is sick. Do you have any advice with this? And I was like, I'm going to dedicate. Now it's hard to respond to everyone, everyone or yeah. like they get lost sometimes. So I'm sorry. The way they, but, the way they need to come in, sorry to cut you off, but like Instagram needs to help with that whole thing. Like I get people, Oh, you don't follow me back. Or it's like, Oh, you never saw my message. But like, I literally never saw it. Yeah. So like maybe, but are you, that's an interesting, like a filtration process would be really interesting. They have updated it recently, but it's still like tough. And then there's like primary in general. Yeah. But I don't get it. And there's like hidden messages. And then there's like some messages I'll go on the like requests where they come in on like requests and then they're not there. Well, so this is like, they're like not organized correctly for sure. And I think like, you bring up such a great point because I got to the point where I was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to take time out of my day and I'm going to respond to everyone who sends me a message. And then people were like, Oh, he'll just answer any question. And then I get tons of yeah, questions. Yeah. And then uh, to be honest, then I get just tons of like really not well thought out questions. Yeah. Like how do you, uh, how do I jump higher or just like send me these long messages about like something very specific to them. And then they ask me like a broad question. Yeah. And at first it's like, yeah, I want to jump higher. I want to hit harder. I'm going to hopefully share unintentionally resources to improve those things but there's such a bigger message there all that to say that's when i took it upon myself to be like i got to create resources not to have to ask answer everyone's individual question which is why i'm building and just about to launch like my middle blocker academy which is why i started working with kids one-on-one doing the mentorship stuff like that stuff is so fulfilling it's so rewarding and it just helps because the reality is like you can't get to everyone and that you have a great, like you have a pretty big following and yeah. you're young for such a young kid, like that will continue to grow. Yep. And the reality is like, you can't be as much as someone like you maybe wants to respond to everyone. Yeah, yeah, sometimes you, you just you don't can. have the time. And quite frankly, you don't want to spend two or three hours of your time on social media, just responding in to people general, yeah. in general. And it's time. Yeah. It's time. I mean, we're talking about business kind of, right? What do they say in and business? Time is money. Time baby. Is money. Exactly. So, I like I like how you said it. It's like you've created other opportunities or other ways that people can do it. And same thing with me and my one-on-one mentorships that I'm doing it. Like I even remind them, I'm like, I'm here for you. Like this is your time. Like you're putting in the effort, time, and money to be here and to meet with me. And you're one of a few, you know, or more than a few. And that that means something to me as well. And so 
even if you want to talk about, I don't know, your dog that died, or if you want to ask me a question about recruiting, like this is for you, this is your time. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about volleyball, obviously, and we'll go through all of that, but I can't meet with everyone. I can't talk with everyone. You're paying the price too, and you deserve that. So that's, and that's kind of what I'm playing around with. Uh, Instagram just came out with like a new feature, I guess, of like subscribers. So people can subscribe to my page. And Do you like, have to have a certain amount of followers to have that feature? How does that work? I don't know. It's same. So like you can earn off your reels now, right? Or no? I've been getting those messages to earn off my reels for so long. I don't really know how it works. Like it's so funny. So up. like, well, you know what? We'll, we'll talk about, we can talk about this another time. You okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyways, like, I don't know. I, my understanding of all of it is like you, they're all in like a beta phase technically. So they're just like pushing it to like different influencers or different people mm. um, with like different numbers of followings as well. Anyways, I got the subscriber thing and I'm kind of like playing around with that, seeing what I want to like make of it or seeing like what type of people I like have on. I think I have like 10 now, which is like pretty cool. And it's just like people that want to pay that price to like, Right now, I'm just like pushing like some extra content or like more inside things of like, maybe I don't want everyone to see this or at least, I guess it kind of goes back. It's kind of cool. It goes back to the original conversation is like, these people are paying to subscribe to me. I know they care. I know they want to see what's going on. So I'll send this to them or like, I'll put it on my subscriber story. Interesting thought. What do you think you're going to send? Like, not send like feet. No. Someone, someone asked me, what is this? Will you be, will you be posting like extra pictures in that way or something like that? Instagram's trying to capitalize on OnlyFans, dude. They're trying to beat them. I'm telling you, Instagram is like, they took to, a little from Snapchat. They yeah. took a little from Facebook. They took a little bit. They're taking from every TikTok. I, know. I like that's that. That's my point. I was like, let's just keep it all in one place, exactly. baby. That's why I never did. Or like, I haven't yet. I haven't done like the Patreon thing. I haven't done whatever other options. I haven't even looked into it. It's just like, it's too much. Like, to juggle that in so many different places. But if I can just be on Instagram and they say, Hey, subscribers, it's a new feature that's offered <laughs> like, sure. And then next thing you know, I have like 10 subscribers If we can get that to a hundred. Then, you know, there's some real money coming in. Yeah. So I think that's something that I need to like work on and actually structure and plan is like, Hey, if you want to be a subscriber, I'll offer this, or I will be posting this many more times or, Stuff like that. And I'll, I'll post like some inside stuff, like I said, or maybe, I don't know, an exact example. What's going but... on on Mason's insides? Yeah, like I... Emotionally. Oh, I yeah. Like... You could do, take a little baby drone down there. Yeah. Like magic <laughs> oh gosh, school I had a dream about a drone. I just realized that. Really? Yeah. What was it? The new... Wait, was it a dream? Yeah, it was a dream. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. The new... Uh... There's a new drone. It shoots vertical. I mean, so you like, and I, the camera flips. That's sick. Yeah. You and I talked about this like a couple nights ago because I've been popping. Every time I travel, I pop melatonin. I just need, mm. I need to guarantee that sleep for myself. And I've been having wild dreams. I told you the one yeah. I had the other day where it was like, there was this kid and he had this, these like, uh, big like garden clippers <laughs> and he was trying to fucking stab me with them. And like my family and like the people I loved were like in this house and I was just it was like, I could easily be like, yeah, what are you like grabbing by his head? You know what? I kept pushing him away. Like, dude, what are you doing? And he's like trying to fucking cut me with these guarding. How clippers. old was he? Like eight, eight or nine. Yeah. Like who knows, you know? And I just remember being like, do I have to like, what do I do? Like he just wouldn't stop, you yeah. know? Like he just, do I have to kill this kid right That's now? That's what I was thinking about. 
and it's funny because I like luckily woke up after and like I laid in bed for like 10 minutes like do I have what it takes to kill a child if they're trying to kill my family like dude that's tough that's a tough question we'll let you guys answer that yeah if anyone has any advice dude I'm, I'm really I'm really having a hard time handling I don't know if I can be your therapist on that one no I'd be to be quite honest with you everyone's their own best therapist sometimes, you know, and this is really going to be one I'll have to sit down and work out. And I will. Um, all right. You this will. was great, dude. We've, we've crushed. We've been like almost probably two hours. This has been great. Yeah. We've been doing this for a while. Love that. We got Mexico tonight, five 30. Um, normally like normally this is nap time for daddy, you know, daddy takes a little yeah. nap time, but this has been great. I'm happy. I didn't nap. I'm you happy. We stayed up. You've now given me energy, which is what you do, dude. And I, I will say you've been, uh, quite a delight as a surprise wow. as a roommate. You can handle, uh, you can kind of handle it all, you know, you can authentically be yourself. And that's really all I care about in a friendship and quite wow. honestly as a roommate. So I feel pretty honored to be with such young blood, you know, give me that energy. Yeah, that's all we do. Hell yeah. All right. Appreciate all right. Also, it. I also uh, just as a last thing, want to give you an opportunity. I mean, I'm sure, first of all, I don't even remember if I introduced you or not, but introduce or de-introduce Deintroduce. 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 Deintroduce yourself. Uh, where can people find you and get involved? With oh, what you're doing? oh, that's a good. That's a good call. Um, well, my name is Mason Briggs. I'm from Valencia, California, and you said Santa Clarita, didn't you? Same thing. Santa Clarita is like the, I guess, like. Uh, All right. Where can I people? Where can people follow about what you're going on? What you got going? Um, on? I'm on Instagram. That's like my main thing. Not Snapchat. Uh. Instagram and TikTok, but mainly Instagram. I'll Snapchat will be in the link, every now and link then. description below. No, I don't like that. Frenzy, you can find me on Frenzy. Uh, Instagram, Mason S. Briggs. S is my initial for my middle name. Which is what? Shaw. Shaw. Which okay. is Shaw. Yeah, we went over that earlier. So, yeah, follow me, message me. Good like, times, baby. Comment and subscribe. And you know what? We might even do more of these. I wanted to do a bedtime series with you, like bedtime story yeah. series. Oh, I mean, our bedtime was- talks are good. We have really good bedtime talks and I think that would be really fun to do. So we'll think about it. I mean, hopefully this works. We can upload it and everything goes smooth. And if this process goes smooth, we'll just start pumping them out. Yeah. We can do a lot of fun little things. That'd be cool. Sick. We'll do I like little, little roommates. Fun. It's been real.